1: Mr. Hemmings. Mr. Vale, how are you? How you doing, man? Very well, very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know
2: where I wish I was, though? Sea doing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Vegas. Viva las Vegas it's a fun town. I, I should do I, sh- I should learn how to sing Elvis a little bit better, shouldn't I?
2: yeah, that would work but
1: um, i I spent a lot of time in Vegas actually um always for conferences though mm-hmm. i i I went to a concert there once as well, um a really cool music festival in the desert, but I've never just gone to Vegas to go just to gambling Vegas. and partying it's yeah, just yeah. I guess not my thing, but that always comes as a secondary when you go to conferences there um and especially, have you ever had chocolate in Vegas?
2: You know, I can't say I have.
1: Okay, well, you got you got to try it, especially Newfoundland chocolate, Dave. <laughs> 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 okay, sorry, sorry, <laughs> th- 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 I'm leading this introduction so well. So, uh, Brent
2: Smith, welcome to the Boiling hey. Point.
3: <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. What? Great, what? Great to be here. Where
2: are you coming from? In case the guests or the listeners don't Co- know, coming from and calling from.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so no, I, I am in Vegas. My, my first time here. I'm I'm here uh, for a trade show, and um, I'm uh, I haven't even actually been down to the strip yet. I, I'm not uh, I'm not a casino kind of guy either. Now I, I did see the Doobie Brothers last night, though. That was that was kind of cool.
1: Oh, fantastic, man! Listen, the Doobies are one of those bands that will just they'll they'll never stop playing. Number one, and number two, you know, they're, that's right. they're tight. Right. They're as tight as they ever were. Now. Like uh, what, what? What was your favorite moment of the Doobie Brothers concert?
3: Well, no, they, they they sounded they sounded good right right through. Now it was you know it was at the it was at the trade show, so I mean you know it wasn't their wildest crowd. I'm sure they've ever played to. You know it was, what I thought was funny was was uh, um, at uh, when they when they they uh, they came on stage. There was uh, you know a whole bunch of of sixty uh, plus year old men. You know sort of Jim come jam in front of the stage. <laughs> Thirty
2: years ago, that would have been all young young girls. It would have been uh,
3: you know screaming from the uh, from the crowd. But yeah, uh, you know, how, how times change.
2: It was a different kind of mosh pit. <laughs> a different kind of mosh. <laughs> yeah, it
3: was a pretty tame mosh pit, that's for sure. So, oh, the- <laughs> so, Brent,
2: what what would take a CCO or a chief chocolate officer from Newfoundland to Vegas? Like, what's you know, like what kind of a trade show are you? At? And are you why at? aren't we there? And, right yeah, now. And why didn't you invite us? <laughs>
3: Yeah, no it, it's for it's called Pack Expo. It's a big uh, big packaging uh show. So uh
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah, we're 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 looking to looking to introduce a little uh technology into our our uh, chocolate bar uh wrapping systems and and uh uh so this this show is um yeah, it's just I mean, it's got everything here, man. I mean, it it really makes your head spin when you're you're walking around and and um uh you know, just, just sorting through all the, uh, you know, the, the the plethora of options that are that are out there, and well, um, and we're, but, talking uh, about, is, we're talking about we're talking about Vegas we're, or we're talking about the trade show. Yeah, Well, that's I'm going to the trade show.
1: That's what I was going to say about Vegas. Is Vegas can make the most mundane thing, like a packaging show, one of the most yeah. epically universally fun things. There's there's
3: something
2: including the Doobie Brothers. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's kind no, of the opposite.
3: The, place is, the place is off the off the rack, right? I mean, it, it's 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 uh, my first time here. You know, you see it portrayed in movies all the time. And you kind of think, yeah, I mean, you know, I wonder if it's if it's exaggerated, but it's it's not. It's just it's it's just an absolute onslaught to the senses. Uh, the other night, driving in from the airport to the uh, to the hotel, I, I pulled a, uh I was at a stoplight and and a guy pulls up beside me and and I this. Massive stretch convertible. I don't know what this thing once was, but uh, it, it had a set of horns in the front of the uh, in front of the grill. It was like, man, you know, you can't make this stuff up. It's just, you know, that's it's, And, that, that, and it's, that's,
1: that's when the win, that's when the window uh, rolled down. A big oozy came out of it, and then you said, "Ho ho! Yeah. What, wait a minute, I'm from Newfoundland. and I got some chocolate. Let's, let's. so yeah, listen. Let, right. Let's yeah. let's introduce you, Brent. Like, tell us tell us about a little bit more about who you are and. Also, of course, the phenomenal Newfoundland Chocolate Company, which Dave and I are both uh, happy consumers of your products. So, uh, but our, our our listeners are from all over the place. So, yeah, this is your chance to shine mm-hmm. and and tell your story, Brent. So go for it.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, pretty modest roots. I mean, it, it's it's uh, we we got our start, Christina and I. So it, we're we're a, we're a true family business. My wife, uh, Christina Dove, and myself, we started this thing up. we um, were... Coming up to our tenth year, it started as um, as as a hobby. Uh, the, the 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 impetus behind it was that that uh, we both really loved great chocolates, and and uh, there just wasn't a lot of of uh, of, of options in, in St. John's when we were we were grad uh, grad students together at MUN uh, back in the day, and our little um, affordable indulgence on the weekends was to go down to a a little spot called anti is a beautiful little uh, little shop it uh, used to be down on on water street and and uh, they'd bring in some really nice um, uh, imported chocolates in France and Belgium. And that. and that that would be our you know as as poor grad students that that would be our little little luxury uh, you know we'd 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 split an eight or nine dollar chocolate bar. but um you know there wasn't anything local um, uh, being made of that that caliber. And so it started off as a hobby in the basement and and as it as it grew, and you know the business idea started to started to sort of you know come into focus in terms of, well, you know geez, if, if, you know we can't be the only ones that are 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 you know hungry for a um, you know a great local chocolate. Um, then the uh, the you know we, we put the we put the brand uh, together and and that's that's a big part of our story is the is the, the, the Newfoundland part of the uh, the brand and, and the big why. but um, but you know it, it's about it's about different um, uh, I mean you set different goals and I, I uh, somebody asked me just a few weeks back I was at this thing and they said you know did you envision you know being where you are I said it's not a chance I mean the first the first goal was was um i was working at uh i was working with easter seals a great great local charity christina was um was uh a researcher at, at MUN. um and uh you know we were you know we were paying paying the mortgage and getting uh, getting groceries on on the table but uh we had two kids um uh, and michael they they were you know quite young at the time, and we were at that stage in life where we said, you know what uh, we got, we've got to get the boys to Disney World. Uh, you know, it's just something that, that every young family seems compelled to do, and uh, we, we just couldn't swing it financially. And then, so the chocolate initially was was you know that was the first goal. We said, geez, you know, what if we could sell enough of this chocolate to uh, you know to get to get the kids down to Disney next spring? That was it. That, that was that was the, the the first vision for the company was you know to make make a couple of grand off it and and, and go down to Disney World, which we we did get. And um, but, you know, from there, it, it's it's uh, you know, January 1st, 2008, that that was a that was a key milestone in the company, because that, that was the first time that I uh, I woke up that morning without a paycheck um, for the first time in in a, in a long time. And um, as we had decided after after we, we ran the company that Christmas, as um, we were strictly wholesale, then we just we, we were selling to a couple of um, a couple of stores in the St. John's area and um that first uh you know christmas season that first three or four months i mean it was it it was crazy it was it was uh we were um you know getting up in the morning getting the uh kids ready for daycare and stuff going to our jobs coming back getting them to bed and then and then we'd make chocolate in in the evening and then we you know we'd be up until 3 a.m most mornings just you know making uh making chocolate and putting in boxes and i i'd fire it off to the stores the next morning and um it was uh i, I, I was hooked. you know it, that that was that was my first real taste of of entrepreneurship and and um uh you know I just absolutely loved it and and uh but you know waking up without a paycheck for the first time on um, on that new year's new year's morning was uh you know exhilarating um uh, horrifying, <laughs> but yeah. it's tolerating
2: at the same time. Well, and yeah. what, and is that, is that, did that begin the retail side of the business at that point? Yeah, well, now from emerging?
3: there, yeah, uh, from there, I mean, we, now we grew the business then uh, it through uh, you know, wholesale accounts. Um, uh, we, we had at one point um, accounts across the country and uh we were uh we were running out of space in the basement we we had people hired on and we were breaking all kinds of municipal bylaws uh, with the <laughs> number of employees working out of our basement and uh so the the next move was to uh to buy um uh to buy a building uh, to as and our, our our focus at that point was we just needed a bigger place to produce because we were just we 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 were out of capacity and um and just had had to get the you know the operation out of the uh, out of the basement so we bought a building down on on duckworth street and uh it, it's funny you know because it's it's um it wasn't our first choice I, I wasn't even looking at a downtown location initially i was looking out at at uh uh industrial parks and things because i was just thinking factory i was just thinking you know we about well, factory you know i mean it, you know it, we're not that kind of factory but i was just thinking uh, you know production space mm-hmm. and um when we found the place down on Duckworth street in St. John's, it, the the retail piece of it was just an afterthought at the, um, at, at the time it was, well, you know, geez, we've got this, we've got this retail store that's here, you know, let's, let, let's turn it into a, a, a chocolaterie and, and, you know, hopefully it'll, it'll help pay the mortgage. And uh, we opened the doors just before uh, Christmas. And, and, um, and within a couple of weeks we said, Oh man, we, we've had this wrong the whole time. This, you know, what we thought was the business isn't the business retail is, is this is what we need to be doing. And, um, that
2: that is so interesting. uh, So you, you actually kind of fell into it versus, you know, strategically putting a retail, you know, spot in a particular area. And and then, you know, it it was one of these things that as I'm listening to you, it's like, it, it just, it it was almost like a, this wonderful, um, you know, serendipitous experience, really.
0: It, it, exactly man
3: exactly because you know as a as a as a production facility it, it's terrible i mean you know it's, it's a 200 year old building on three levels and stairs up and down and i mean you know you'd never choose it for that but i love the charm of the place and 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 from the beginning we said okay let's create a landmark you know destination and and uh, you know so we put this massive chocolate mural on the side of the building and we we uh we got a chocolate mermaid, this full size, like seven foot chocolate mermaid, painted her up chocolate, and and, and uh, put her outside, and and dripping chocolate off the building and that, and um, uh, you know it's it's so that that location became uh, you know it became the brand and and uh, uh, and you know when when we did our, our our branding a couple of years later you know our rebranding. Uh, that little that little row of that that's that's our chocolate factory that is right on our um, it's right on our, our our logo
2: now. Nice. Well, let's, let's talk about that because that's, that's a really for Greg and I a very interesting topic for anyone actually. I probably in business, but this idea like what you know and it clearly you you intuitively or naturally had a a sense of brand and and building a brand. Um, tell us about you know your brand and as well as. Um, you know, kind of, you know, building a brand and, and, you know, what, what's required and and the reason for the, probably the mm-hmm. name of the company and the location and everything you're doing, like how that all comes together. Sure.
3: The brand's evolved. Um, it's, it's uh when we started off, the, the niche that we saw was, was gourmet artisan chocolate. That's, that's, um and so we, we were pretty serious about that in, in the first couple of years. It's, it's, Our, our brand, you know, the tagline was exactly that gourmet artisan chocolates. The packaging was, was, um, you know, it was very sort of dark and subtle and, and, um, um, you know, decadent looking. Um, there wasn't a lot of whimsy in the brand. There wasn't a lot of fun in the brand that, that, that came later when we, we, you know, we, we realized we could let our hair down a little bit and, and really be the Newfoundland chocolate company. And, um, and that that ties in with the big why for us, and and um, and that's uh, when we, when we discovered a couple of years in, you know, what why are we really doing this? And it, and it wasn't as much about the chocolate as it was about about the name. And and because day one when we we said okay, we want to be the Newfoundland Chocolate Company, we we felt a, a sense of responsibility around that. We said okay, well, if we're going to be the Newfoundland Chocolate Company. You know, we can't be serving up crap here. I mean, this this, this has got to be some pretty damn good chocolate. I mean, you know, we we've, we've got so um, you know we're 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 going to be ambassadors of, of a place, and and uh, we're representing not just Brent and Christina, but we're representing um, you know this this place that we love, and uh, so that that's you know big why for us. Of you know what, this is this is about storytelling. This is this is about bringing. Um, Bringing Newfoundland and Labrador to, to the world, and doing it by making this freaking awesome chocolate that that's, that's got wicked packaging and tells stories, and it really represents um, the East Coast and, and Newfoundland, you know, specifically. And and um, so as the brand evolved out of that, that strictly, you know, that, that you know, it started off sort of confined by this. Yeah, we have to be the you know, the, absolutely the, the, the most delicious chocolate in the world. And, and, and um, you know, something we learned along the way is, man, don't, don't build your business based on those kinds of commodity statements because you can't win. I mean, you know, I, you know our chocolate is awesome but you know, I can't say we make the best chocolate in the world. It's, it's a lot of people make great chocolate. You know, we make a really special chocolate and we, you know, we don't use any of the preservatives or additives and you know, they're pure chocolate. And, and but, you know, it, we're not exclusive of that, but where we're, where we can carve out that exclusivity is and yet we're the Newfoundland chocolate company. And, and this is a, you know, the, the brand is about this celebration of, of place and the chocolate, and the packaging tells a story of the place. So, you know, from the the basic recipes of the chocolate, from day one we said, okay, you know, we're only going to make what we love ourselves. And 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 you know, I, I think back to being a kid when when the you know, granny would bring that box of pot of gold out, and and you know, we we dive in. And, and in our family, it was you know you know you were looking for the nuts and the caramels, and then those. Bloody, you know, orange cream you know. They, they, you uh, know okay, they, they you know, know what?
2: Up. I thought I was the only one that felt that way. Because <laughs> literally, <laughs> you'd you. you, you, you be just like, which one is the one that you know has, like you said, the nuts and you know, what I mean, and, I and the, the chocolate fudge in it. And then you get one of those ones, and it has that orange kind oh, of on. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're I, like, and oh like man, know. somebody's grandmother probably likes it, but like
1: nobody else. You know what it's like? It's like
2: Christmas cake.
1: Yes. Uh, no
2: one likes nobody
3: that. likes Christmas cake. All right, well, I'm Sorry. so happy,
2: Brent, that uh, you I, had I the same experience. And and you,
3: and you got this box of chocolates there and and you know that half of them have, you know, a bite out of them. I mean, it, it's
2: yeah, <laughs> um, actually, but, that uh, happened too. But anyway,
3: so we said, okay, you know, we're we're going this you know, the, from the flavors to the brand, this has to be a celebration of place. And so, you know, we use a lot of Newfoundland wild berries in our chocolates and, and we, we, you know, philosophically we say, okay, but we're not putting anything on the label that our, our mothers, our, our grandmothers wouldn't know what it is. Right. So it's, it's, you know, we're not getting into the, you know, the crazy preservatives and these wacky creams and this stuff. Keep it simple. You know, it's, it's. What goes great with chocolate? You know, a roasted almond goes awesome with chocolate. You know, uh, a caramel goes ch- uh, amazing with chocolate. Uh, a wild blueberry coated in milk chocolate is fantastic. You know, it, it doesn't need to be complicated to be delicious. And um, and then the brand itself of of, of uh, when we when we really embrace the humor of what is the Newfoundland uh, culture, then you know the brand got a lot more fun, and and we got away from the 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 gourmet artisan chocolates and and you know it's it's now we've you know the, the chocolate bars are are uh you know they're hand-painted uh you know colorful row houses from downtown st john's and and at easter time we name our bunnies after after uh various newfoundland premiers and and um uh you know we, our biggest bunny we call the, the great big bunny instead of uh, you know after a great big c and um <laughs> You know we just we, we start to have more fun and, and invoke more color in the in in the brand, and that's that's where we are now is is uh, you know seriously great chocolate, but we don't take ourselves too seriously, so you know kind of like Newfoundland itself, so.
1: so Brent, there's a couple other things I want to go over, but we're actually really close to ending our time, which means we have to bring you oh, sure. we have to bring okay. you on again soon. One thing is I'm going to be in St John's in a couple of weeks, and then uh, for one night, and then Bonavista the second night. So, who knows? Maybe I can come mm-hmm. uh, have some samples with you uh, in person. Love it. We'll, we'll figure that out offline. Um, number two, uh, just as as a discussion point, one of the things that I, I really appreciated was um, receiving. You know, I, I I've met you a couple of times, but uh, you know, yeah. you've joined the Wallace McCain Institute fraternity, if mm-hmm. you will, and. I'm assuming I wasn't the only blessed one to receive a, a, a box of your chocolate no. with, with a personal note.
2: <clears throat> just, just you and I.
1: Just, just you and I, Dave. And right, that's, that's how we ended up on the podcast. Yeah. And um, <laughs> right. I just, yeah. I just really, th- that stuck with me. I was like, the power of a handwritten note, and just that that little idea of sending people a basic old school sample and a gift and whatever yeah, with,
2: with a nice message with around a nice message. entrepreneurism.
1: It, it, it's, right. it's the most simple part of marketing that nobody does to the point that I'm talking about it right now in our podcast. So as a mm-hmm. real quick wrap up, uh, cause we are running out of time. Yep. Um, and then after you wrap up, tell people how to get a hold of you and buy your chocolate too. As a quick sure. wrap up, give us one bit of great down home, down East Newfoundland marketing advice.
2: Hmm.
3: It, it's about it's about building that relationship and and um it's it's people love the 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 stories and and just you know op- open up your hearts and let 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 people get to know who you are the best things we do in in marketing haven't been the, the things that are you know well planned out they're just they're they're uh all right did you hear about the big chase the ace thing that was going on here in or there in, in newfoundland a couple of weeks ago
1: no it sounds awesome though
3: Okay, well, it was this massive thing, Chase the Ace. Uh, There's $2 million jackpot in, in this, this little community outside of St. John's. And so we, wow. we, you know, spur of the moment, it was the last day of it. They said, okay, this is it for Chase the Ace. School's starting. We've got to shut this thing down. Uh, There's 50,000 people that were crowded into the community of Goulds, uh, Newfoundland. So, you know, it, it which probably has a population of about 1,000. And and we said okay you know what let's go give them chocolate and you know, like there's there's people in a five hour lineup to get their tickets for this ridiculous church you know charity uh, lottery and so we we just we packed a bunch of us into the chocolate mobile and and we just we, we we zipped down there and we we gave out chocolate in the lineup and and it was it was you know people absolutely loved it because you know it was just. It was just us being us. It was just you know we were going around and meeting people and, and giving them a piece of chocolate. And say, "Bye, well, you know, good luck in the draw." And, and you know, <laughs> you've been here three hours already. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll get to the front soon. And uh, um, so it, it's it's you know I think that's the new marketing is 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 just it's it's that it's 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 showing them your heart and and uh, and for us in, in Newfoundland, that's that's pretty easy to do. Yeah, it's the the, and, the, uh, the
1: new marketing is the old marketing, and I think that's the lesson. That's the takeaway. There's no parking lots on this one, guys. The takeaway is the new marketing is the old marketing. Open up your hearts, and it's relationship based. Awesome, Brent. Yeah. And now, Brent, how, how do people buy the chocolate who are not necessarily on
3: the rock? Yeah, great. So uh, we've got a store on our on our website. So that's www.NewfoundlandChocolateCompany.com, dot com, and uh, yeah, that that'll that'll take you to our twitter and facebook and all that other all those other links as well and um, yeah we'd uh, love to uh, love love to hear from from anyone and uh, really appreciate the time guys. Brent enjoy Vegas my friend and yes. make sure whatever
1: you do do not take your attorney on a road trip to the desert outside of Vegas <laughs> and stay away from all illicit uh, drugs okay? Well do. Well <laughs> do. Thanks <laughs> fear and loathing in Las Vegas <laughs> with Brent. Okay buddy, we'll talk to you later man. Okay. okay. Thanks, Brent. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Sometimes I, I make these weird pop culture references that probably I only understand. Well, that.
2: but you you wrapped it up and let us all know what you were referencing. <laughs> and and for some of us that are kind of familiar with pop culture, we go, oh, okay. I heard of that. I saw Johnny Depp was in that movie. Yeah, Good, man. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas it, was a book that Hunter, I- Hunter.
1: Re- yeah, Hunter S. Thompson. Yes. Good for you, Dave.
2: Yes. Yeah,
1: he and, was an interesting and, cat. and by the way, Hunter S. Thompson was a great famed sports writer. Uh, as well. So he wrote all these insane counterculture books, but he also wrote for many, many years sports columns. So uh, kind of a, you know, no wonder you know it's It's, you
2: know, it's a, it's, you know kind of integration um, and everything. What an interesting guy. Great so he, guy. And yeah. he's, he's such a
1: Newfoundland soul. Yeah,
2: yeah. And then for people that listeners that maybe aren't from Canada, aren't familiar with Newfoundland, they should really look up Newfoundland because it's a fascinating place. And, uh, you know, he speaks, you know, I, I think he, he he is a true Newfoundlander. Yeah, and yep. and we called earlier. We got the backup number, and this woman with a beautiful accent, Newfoundland accent, answered. You know, as as <laughs> his backup. So, uh, and the chocolates are delish, and you don't have to worry about. Or at least I never delish. experienced. Having uh, the, you know, kind of the orange filling when I was going through my box, (laughs) which is just, I was just, I thought it was just me. So it's good.
1: I was with you, buddy. And especially the stale ones that were just sitting there. for.
2: I got to say, when he was talking about, you know, uh, roasted almonds and goes, like, I'm getting a little hungry. Well, I do have some yip cider here. Ah, I There's might have calories. to partake. I might so have to partake. So we'll see
1: you next week. Next week, Dave, we've got a very special comeback of yes. the Olympian variety. Yes. Do you want to give us a quick little, uh, little nope. hint? No. Okay. No,
2: just it's a nice teaser. It's uh, a, It was a great first conversation. Um, uh, two-time Olympic gold medalist.
1: And two-time Boiling Point uh, guest.
2: Yes, which we'll have to. her. Uh, <laughs> <Reminder.
1: laughs> oh, yeah. There we, we gave you lots of hints there. Okay, on that note, have a good one. Talk to you soon, man. Bye.
0: Bye. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at BoilingPointPod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit HemmingsHouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening, and remember, keep that pot boiling.
4: Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth.